0: house, am I?
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one your host, D. E. Simon.
0: I'm Lance Wackerly.
2: What's up there, Wackerly? I thought uh, I thought you were going to be resting up, like convalescing after the, the big wisdom tooth operation.
0: I know. I don't feel that bad. The swelling went down. I took taking my drugs.
2: I saw a picture of you uh, that you posted face Facebook. Um, you must have been right after the surgery, but you look like you had like this big kind of owl faced, like pedophile expression going on there. Like your face is so swollen.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I w- came out of general anesthetic, so I was pretty high still. That's what I was expecting to see like,
2: a fat booth picture going <laughs> on here.
0: And actually, they make you not eat for eight hours, so I don't know where that, you know. So did you... Uh, fat happens.
2: Did you get me any good drugs? You? No. <laughs> the, Bastard. One
0: the, the stuff they gave me isn't great. I, you know, it's pretty low Vicodin dose, but it, it's fine.
2: Usually, it's Tylenol-3 with codeine. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's bullshit. I hate when doctors do that. Because you just know your doctor's an asshole. Yeah, this guy,
0: you know, he gave me laughing gas, then the general, you know, then they gave me the Vicodin prescription.
2: Well, it's good to have you on here. I thought you were going to be a little bit loopy from all the painkillers. and uh, Well, I just took another beers, one, so. and I'm drinking beer. Nice. <laughs> I mean, we'll see some fireworks a little later. So uh, as you can see over here, we've got a special guest in the studio.
3: What's up, that? Joe?
2: Welcome back, Joe. hey yo <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Joe uh, came down to Los Angeles for the weekend. Um, Joe, you know, I wanted to bring up something with you. I noticed... Eight inches.
1: No. <laughs> no. That's not the, okay, never mind.
2: I noticed that uh you've been doing art for other podcasts. Like uh, the Greg Fitzsimmons podcast. Yeah, that's true. And uh some of these other podcasts. And uh what what's going on here? I feel like like Sick and Wrong's being cheated on, sorta. Yeah, I feel bad about that, but uh I, I like how you didn't tell me either. Like it just kinda saw it on Facebook and I was like, What gives? I'm a yeah. whore I'm a whore for the money. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta do it. And the att- your attention whore. I'm kind of an attention whore. So wait, so you, you did one for Fitzdog Radio. Fitzdog. What how, uh, what what would you do for him? Just uh just a, uh, a audio, an ball. audio book book cover. He uh he needed a cover for his audio book. What do you think of that, Wackerly?
0: S- sounds like the big times.
2: Sick and wrong is probably not as big as uh.
0: Haven't you been ta- paying Joe the retainer fee?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, but it's been he's been raising it now that he's become a big time artist. <laughs> I don't know. Although, uh, I was thinking of commissioning you to design our next Sick and Wrong t-shirt.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
2: That would be good. I don't know. I'll have to, we'll, we'll come up with something.
1: should also, be some, also plug my website.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's plug. Uh, look at this. Coming on the show now. Not even doing art for us anymore. And now he's like, well, can I give a plug to my website? <laughs> yeah, well, what's your, what's it's your website? Time. It's www.joekellyart.com. Slash shameless self-promoter. Right. Is it? now <laughs> go check it out though i mean you're you're a whore for the money so if people if you need some art done it's a good guy to go to yeah joe kelly he's talented Let's do it yeah so uh joe joe's gonna do um joe's joe's here mainly because he's a big fan of fart porn <laughs> and uh we're gonna be doing an interview with um someone who i've been wanting to interview for a while actually i kind of found her randomly on the internet i wasn't jerking off to her videos <laughs> yeah well there are some i would Okay, okay, I was jerking off her videos, but I randomly came across her her website, KelseyObsession.net. Kelsey Obsession is the, I guess, self-titled queen of fart porn. Uh, She's a fetish model, dominatrix, who does fart porn amongst other types of fetish porn, such as foot worship, balloon fetish, sneeze fetish, humiliation, sissification, which I don't even get that one, and my favorite is small penis humiliation videos. Which, um, yeah. that, that's just an odd fetish in, in, its, in its own. Like, uh, who's into that? I mean, I mean, there's probably more people than you It doesn't think.
0: necessarily have to be guys with small penises, right?
2: I bet, well, I think be it's just you, it want to be, a small penis. you want to be humiliated. But in these videos, she's just sitting there basically, not even naked, just talking to the camera, saying like, how do you jerk off with that thing? You call that a penis? It's like, a, would you want
1: that? I've seen maybe one or two of those, and, uh, and it's terribly painful. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it, it
2: hits too close to home. It hits too close to home. No, there's, but, uh, there's a
1: lot of porn like that. though. Usually, the guy is like laughing, like he's he's, he's really happy.
2: He's probably into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you no. Know, it's, well, it's, I mean, what's the difference between that and then, you know, a chick like stomping on your balls or something? It's, it's or it's humiliation.
0: Have you ever seen the porns where? It's like a, gu- a husband, and then like he like, has to watch his wife get mm. fucked by like a black the dude cuck
2: with a cuck huge cock. Cuckolding <laughs> porn, yeah. Yeah,
0: cuckolding porn.
2: That's another thing I don't really get. It's a, once again, it's humiliation kind of thing. But this, this farting, farting porn thing, and we've been talking about the fart porn, the fart catching. I think when we had Ryan Keeley on a couple of weeks ago, she brought up this Farts Brazil thing. is sort of mm. the same thing. If you go to KelseyObsession.net, you can see some of the samples of her vids. There's also fartfantasy.com, which I think is one of her affiliate pages.
0: Well, but if you want to go way back, you got to go all the way back
2: to cake farts. Cake farts—that's that's another original one. But cake farts—there wasn't nudity, was there? Where was there? Oh no, she was she butt naked. Yeah, she was butt naked. I can't what remember. am I talking about? Let me uh, go in the mirror. I'll look at the tattoo on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was butt naked and she was farting on the cake. That was part of it because you saw the frosting move from the force mm-hmm. of the air coming out of her butt yeah but that th- th- that's that exactly what i'm my point i'm trying to make here is there's a certain level of cognitive dissonance that occurs for me when i'm watching this fart porn a hot chick farting and like kelsey obsessions where she, kelsey is really attractive and she's farting or being farted on by these other really hot chicks and for me it's like i'm looking i'm like well, you know farting is gross there's shit involved there's fecal spray it's disgusting but yet these chicks are super hot and i'm aroused for some reason that i shouldn't be so it's weird it, it it makes it gives me anxiety to watch these videos that's what i'm saying do you
0: have the same problem just with a butthole in general like would you prefer that your women just don't have a butthole
2: no i know i no <laughs> i'd love it
0: turn you off to because that everything you just said about the fart
2: you could say about the butthole no there, no there's
0: you, feces
2: there's poop spray you're misconstruing my point here I love I love Kelsey's ass worship videos. I love that. I love that. I find those to be extremely arousing. I was watching some of those. And I'm like, this is really hot. And it's like they they all have the same kind of premise. She's cleaning in the in the kitchen, and the guy comes in and, and she's like, what are you looking at? And then she lifts up her skirt, spreads her ass. That's hot. But okay. the fart that comes out of it, I don't I don't find that hot. That hot. I don't find it hot when girls fart. I find it gross. I mean, yeah, you? but it's okay. That
0: that's my that's what I find strange. That not that you don't find it hot, but it's a turn
2: off to you. It is a turn off, and girls shitting that's also a turn off. But yeah, when a hot girl's doing it, I'm kind of turned on. I'm not as turned on. Mm. Still smells the same, but I mean most it, likely. But okay, like well, okay. Have you ever had a girl fart during sex? Yes. And what what happened? What happened? Did it, did you stop and start laughing? Did you continue yeah. and ignore?
0: It, it's a co- it's comedy, a comedy moment, a light, a brief lighthearted moment General during light. our romp. <laughs> you got to get past it though.
1: Girls, girls fart every time. What I ev- have sex? I think it's the shape of my dong. <laughs> <laughs> fart plunger. That's, what it's That's
2: all I know. What, what really? position do you it's, use? That's all Joe?
1: I know. What what position are you using? And it doesn't matter. Any position.
0: The pushing down on her stomach position.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the shoving beans into their mouth while mm-hmm. you're fucking them. Yeah, we, we, I usually take them to uh, Taco Bell. Before. <laughs> you're talking about a queef. A vaginal queef is different uh, than no, flatulence. I'm talking about farting. You're talking about farts? Sometimes uh-huh. both. I mean, I actually... Like, I've always found a queef to be like... Sex for me is sort of like Super Mario Brothers. Like, you... You know, you get points for certain things. Like, if you get a couple queefs, that's like, you know, a couple gold coins. And a fart, I mean, would be like getting a mushroom. You know, it's just like all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is really funny. So I scored, you know, two queefs and a fart. That's a pretty big deal. Huh. But the fart is a lighthearted moment. Like, it's funny. But if it was like, you know, if I'm eating her out and she farts, that's going to ruin it for me. That's never happened to me. That's never I, I think I'd have issues. Would you say something immediately? Like, would you be yeah. like, what are you doing? Why exactly. did you do that? That was nasty. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Uh, no. <laughs> and vice versa. I've never done it when a girl was down there. I've been tempted, very tempted, <laughs> you know, contemplated doing it. But um, mainly just because I wanted to judge the reaction, not because I wanted to humiliate the girl. I just wanted to be like, what would she say? You know, it's I've not been... going to
1: work out too well for you.
2: No, no, it wouldn't, but I was willing to sacrifice it because I had sex with her all the time that just this one occasion just to see what she would say. You well, know. her
0: cock, your cock is in her mouth, which she could bite down upon, right?
2: No, but I mean, okay, like she pulls it's it dangerous. out, you know, she pulls it out and maybe jerking me off and then just air it, oh, you, you know? Then okay. Yeah. And then uh, see what she says. Like, I think she would, she would have been, she'd be really upset, but I mean, it'd be funny just because you could talk about it, you know, a couple of years later. <laughs> You know, it's, it's something that would come up in fights.
1: Oh, honey, I remember
2: that time I farted
1: on you while you were sucking my cock? <laughs> I love you. Will you marry me?
0: I love you, babe. Special you moments. Can tell the
1: story at your
2: wedding? Yeah. <laughs> speech, speech. Well, one time, special moments of the heart, right there. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I find her videos anxiety inducing because i'm like attracted to her but she's farting but you know maybe 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 i'm developing a new fetish maybe this is what happens when a new yeah. fetish is is you know Unleashed. the genesis of a new fetish you know maybe maybe that's what happens well we'll find out from kelsey about my fart fetish and other fetishes and uh yeah let's give her a call uh, before we get to that here's a word from our sponsor which i don't think even sells fart porn they should But um, I don't think they do Something on there has to be fart related Yeah, they they have to have something So uh, So much stuff Here's a word from adamandeve.com
4: It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom And by something new, I mean a butt plug Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE You get 50% off your first item A gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it On this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake And on top of all of that, free shipping Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE.
2: That's D-I-D-D-L-E. Hello? Hi, Kelsey. It's D. Simon calling Hi. from Sick and Wrong. How are you doing?
3: Good.
2: How are you? Oh, Doing pretty good. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time to be on the show with me um, this Memorial Day weekend.
3: Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. Um,
2: so, I was looking at your site... And uh, you, you have several sites, KelseyObsession.net. It said that, uh, that you're a fetish model, dominatrix, sex educator. And I read, I don't know if it was on YouTube, maybe one of your YouTube channels. It said that you um, are the queen of fart porn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, How'd you
2: earn that title?
3: How did I earn that title? Uh, well, I, um, yeah, basically I, I do a whole lot of different fetishes for my website, KelseyObsession.net. Um and what I do is I work based um primarily based on customer requests. And I get, I mean, all kinds of requests. Crazy crazy things you would never even think that people would be aroused by. And um for whatever reason, um, farting seems to be the most popular one. It sells the best. So I uh, Keep doing that, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting because um, you know it wasn't until a few years ago when I got into this that I even knew that people were sexually aroused by farts. So it's pretty fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's a fascinating genre because I've you know I mean I've always found farts to be funny. I've never really found them you know arousing. (laughs) And uh, I I was talking about this earlier with my co-host. It's like you know there's a bit of cognitive dissonance that occurs when you you see someone like attractive like you and you're and and I, I saw a video of you and another attractive girl farting and i'm just like god oh, this is hot but not hot but hot but yeah it was weird right. it was it gave me anxiety i gotta say um
3: well, so, that's part of the part of the appeal is exactly that contrast um the contrast between you see a beautiful girl and then she's doing something disgusting
2: yeah <laughs> and I, I, mean, I guess that's it's part of the uh, yeah part of yeah. the arousal of the fetish so i guess that was my next question so you have a, you know a variety of different fetishes um that you make videos for on uh, kelseyobsession.net um, what, what, like, what, what are the, some of the strangest fetishes that you've been requested to make for videos?
3: Well, um, other I mean, than I farting, think, you mean like strange in terms of what's like seems as not normal. I mean, to be honest, none of it really seems that strange to me anymore, but, um, but some of the, the kind of ones, um, one that I do a lot of is called giantess fetish. Which, have you ever heard of that one?
2: You know, I saw that on your, I saw a sample clip of that, and I was wondering what that is. Like, what's a giantess?
3: It's like the movie, um, like, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. It's kind of like that idea where guys like to imagine that they're being dominated by a woman. And not just, you know, a regular woman, but a woman who is massively taller Than I'm like 50 feet, 100 feet, 300 feet. And so in those videos, you know, obviously I can't, I mean, there's no men who are literally that tiny compared to me. I'm actually only five feet tall. Um, So I use little toy figurines and I'll sit on them or stick them in my butt or smash them. (laughs) it's it's pretty funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and like, it's, it's amazing because you look like you're having fun, like when you're farting on a guy's face. But I mean, is do you, do you ever break character? Is that like part of it? I mean, do, do, I mean, can you break character and they're like, oh, that's cool? Or do you have to be really serious about it when you're shoving like a G.I. Joe guy up your ass?
3: Um, well, you know, I really, I actually get into the role of it. I mean, it's so, some of them are so... I don't want to say they're ridiculous, but it's kind of outside of what you would normally think of as a sexual fantasy. So, I really, when I'm, you know, doing my work and shooting for Kelsey Sushin.net, I, I really put myself in the place of like, well, okay, if I were turned on by this, if this were my thing, like, how would I want someone to act? And I really get mm-hmm. into. Because I want to make it as as good of an experience for my viewers as possible, so um, anytime I do break character, we end up cutting that out because we just want to you know we want to make it a a nice continuous experience for them. But I really try to get into it as much as I can.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I imagine some are so outlandish that you're just like, okay, I'm going to go with this, but this is definitely odd.
3: Yeah, Um, I mean, yeah, there was one I could say I I did where um, I had I put shoes or socks and shoes on my hands. And just posed with them that was that one was a little bit hard to like get into <laughs> they didn't quite understand it but you know whatever floats your boat
2: have you ever turned any requests down like have you, have you ever been like no not doing that no animals no uh you know no bestiality here I'm not doing that one.
3: Oh, absolutely i mean so shooting for my site kelseyobsession.net we first of all there's there's legal restrictions as far as what we can and can't show or what are best not to show. And then, you know, I also have my own personal preferences. Um, you know, certain, uh, obviously there's no children, no animals. Those are kind of obvious ones. I don't really like extreme violence personally, mm-hmm. um, or like incest role playing stuff. Not I've so never understood it. that one. Yeah. It's, well, it's a taboo, you know, and, and people like to sexualize. Pretty much any taboo that's out there, so that's kind of a really strong one.
2: I understand
3: it's just you know not something I feel comfortable portraying myself on camera. So yeah, I use my own discretion. I mean, I don't just do everything that comes in my inbox, but you know if I think it sounds like fun for me, or something I could laugh at or have a good time with, I'm definitely down to try it.
2: So how does it work? Would would I just send you an email? I'd go to kelseyobsession.net and I'd send you an email saying, hey, you know, I want. You to do a video where you're farting on a a beautiful woman and, uh, you know, dancing to the song Brick House. Like, is that how it works?
3: Yeah, yeah, basically. There's a request form where uh, my fans can um, request different types of clips at obsession.net. And, uh, you know, sometimes, depending on what it is, sometimes it's, you know, an idea that I can definitely sell on my website um, easily that other people are going to be into. Um, When they're kind of more. Off the wall ones where they're really unique. Um, sometimes I will mm. do custom um, private videos for a fee. Um, if it's something that, you know, like I, I recently did a video of me um, vacuuming a couch, <laughs> which <laughs> is, you know, that's fine. I hear there's vacuum fetishes out there, but, you know, most of my fans are not really into that. So yeah. it kind of depends on what the fetish is. But yeah, I were, definitely, you know, I take, I take all kinds of requests.
2: Were you clothed when you're vacuuming or were you naked?
3: I was in a bra and panties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so how did this all start? How did you get into doing becoming a fetish model, doing fetish porn?
3: Sure. Well, I uh, I was in graduate school and researching sexuality, and I met my now husband, who made fetish porn. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, like I had never heard of a lot of these things. And you know, I had been getting bored, <laughs> kind of in graduate school with my books, and so I thought, hey, this is a really really interesting, unique way to actually study sexuality in a way that I definitely couldn't do in the classroom. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so about three years, I started my own fetish site just to, you know, just to have fun exploring it, and um, as well as to explore some of my own kind of (laughs) weirder, kinkier desires. And um, so, yeah, so now I've been having, um, running CalSafeSession.net for about three years now, and... uh, I've also, in the last couple uh, last year or so, developed an educational website, healthyeducation where I'm starting to develop videos, um, adult videos, mm-hmm. to help people learn how to have a better sex life.
2: Oh, wow. yeah, that, that's a, that's great. It's like giving back to the community. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So let, let's talk about the most popular um, fetish requests you have: farting. Here. Um, so I, I watched uh, one of your sample videos, and it it seemed like there wasn't really much of a like a premise. How does that work? Do you have a premise? Do you script out what you're going to say, or is it all ad lib?
3: It uh, usually it's all ad lib. I mean, I'll, I'll generally have a. It'll either be a request that someone had, or I'll be kind of reusing a theme that's sold well in the past. that has been popular, um, and I'll have a general idea of what I'm going to say, but I don't. It, it kind of just all comes.
2: <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> At this point, the farting clips, it, you know, I don't personally have a fart fetish, but I, I understand it so well that I just, I know exactly what to say that's going to get them off.
2: <laughs> so, so, okay. All right. How how does it work? Like, Give me a, give me an idea of a typical scene. Like with the, I guess with the, it's cause there's a different scene with a girl and a guy versus a girl and yeah. a girl, right?
3: Um, Yeah, it depends. So, so there's three types of scenes we'll do. We'll do. I'll do solo scenes where it's just me or another girl. I'll do girl girl scenes or with a guy. So, a, sol- a typical solo scene would be like I'd be talking about what you know. I, I just ate a big burrito or something, and oh my stomach is really full, and oh this is really gross, but oh, God, I just have to fart it all out and you know <laughs> bend over and show my ass to the camera and and all that. <laughs> and then just
2: um, rip farts.
3: And then just let them rip, yeah. <laughs> and, and and pose as
2: sexy as I can while doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's amazing because you still look sexy. That's what I was saying. Oh, thank like. you. Thank you. Uh, so, I guess this leads to my next question here. How do you prepare for the shoot? Like, what do you eat to, uh, I guess, give you gas? Like, is it Taco Bell? Is there some certain kind of food that you go for? Baked beans?
3: There's um, there's several different ways that I do it. Um, I I do I do eat certain foods, you know, beans and and that sort of thing. Um, dairy can give me gas sometimes, uh, but the main way that I will get myself farting is um, you can actually bend over and kind of spread your butt open, and if you get yourself to relax, you can actually suck air into your into your butt oh, hole. Wow. So wait,
2: you can you can do you. I guess, manufacture a fart yourself. It's not even like a fart from gas.
3: Yeah. I mean, some, you know, so I I do a combination of things to kind of make sure that the gas is flowing, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I will eat some stuff, but then I will supplement you can say with, um, with basically creating my own. Yeah. They're not, they don't, when you, when you suck air in there, it's like, they don't smell like a regular real fart, Um, but there's definitely air that's, that's in there and that's being pushed out of my butthole.
2: <laughs> is that, is that part of the thing though? Do, do you want, do you, do you want to have like a fart that has like a pungent stench, like a pungent odor? Is that part of the humiliation? So if someone doesn't get a fart that stinks or just like, I've been cheated, like what's, what's going on here?
3: <laughs> yeah. When we do the more dominatrix type scenes where I'll, I'll do that either with a guy or with a girl. Uh, and you know, the, the fantasy for whoever's watching is that they, they, you know, smell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And, you know, it's not that there isn't a smell. There is. It's just not quite. It doesn't have the the smell that comes from your belly. It, it smells kind of more just like the person's natural scent. Um, but, oh, okay. you know, when we're making the videos, like, there's, they, they're not smelling what's actually going on. And, you know, it, whoever's being farted on usually doesn't like it no matter what. So <laughs> Wait, the actors are so, all genuine.
2: Are you saying, like, the actors and actresses that that you, that you have in the videos, they're not into it?
3: No, 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 no. I mean they're they're like me. They're you know, they're willing to try something new and and something fun and something funny, but you know, none of them really are like lining up like, yeah, part of my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no they're I mean, same thing with me. I don't necessarily love it, but you know, I'm I can get into being submissive, so I can and I understand it, so I'm like, Okay, well if I really was into this, this is how it would go
2: yeah because i, I th- well, you have an understanding of the the basis of the fetish, yeah, so.
3: and whoever I'm working with, I always kind of explain to them what it's all about so that they they kind of get what they're doing too
2: <laughs> so one of the things i was I was wondering about with the with the fart fetish videos, I saw one where you were wearing pants and you're farting like through your pants on a guy's mm-hmm. face is that, is that usually the typical request is like they want you to be farting through your clothes or do they want to actually see your your naked butthole emitting the fart?
3: It really depends. There's there's kind of uh, there's kind of two camps you could say of of fart fetishists. Um, some of them like to see it naked, um, but quite a few of them like it in something like tight spandex pants or uh, tight jeans because uh, the smell of the fart kind of gets like trapped in the pants, so to speak. So it's it's a little <laughs> bit it's a different farting experience.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's.
3: We have a variety of of options. We have panties, we have jeans, we have uh, uh, stretch pants, naked, and, you know, some that have a mix of all of the above.
2: So is part of it because they're sniffing the pants? They want to, like, really get the whole fart experience?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of the videos on KelseySession.net, I'll I'll actually, uh, I'll call it, like, fart sniffing instruction. It'll be, like, a point of view uh, a video where the camera will will pretend like that's the, the guy, and I'll be like, "Hey, come here and smell these nasty farts," and have them, you know, come and bring the camera right up next to my butt like they would if they were to smell them, and I'll <laughs> tell them to, you know, inhale it while they're jerking off or something.
2: <laughs> so, do you have, do you ever do live sessions like Dom Dominatrix sessions? Uh, do I? It, yeah, or is it all video?
3: Oh, for me, I just do video. I'm the only man I work with is my husband.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is, is is that fairly common when you get to like the the stranger weirder fetishes? Uh, I mean,
3: is what common
2: like that a, a husband and wife would would put together the the, the site? Because I mean, how many people like is there a fetish community like a fart fetish community out there?
3: There, I mean, there is a small community online. Um, you know, you could kind of say we're the biggest fishes in the sea <laughs> when it comes to the fart world. Uh, my husband's websites are Fart Fantasy and Fart net. Um,
2: okay, so
3: but uh, <laughs> he has some other ones as well. But uh, you know, there there are some online you know groups of fart fetishists. Uh, but when it comes to a lot of a lot of fetish porn, is very um, it's it's made by people who are into it and who don't necessarily have, like, the technical skills and equipment. And so we kind of have a lot of the technical stuff down. And so the the, the videos that we make are really high quality when it comes to fetish video because a lot of it is kind of home shot and home made. And not that it's all bad, but when you get into these kind it's of like more low
2: budget, things. yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's a lot more low budget. And, and not that we're high, high production value either, but yeah, – It looks
2: good, it looks though. Cool. I mean, I was watching a couple of your videos. And I'm like, hey, you guys actually really do know what you're doing. Like, the, the lighting is good. It's just, you know – it's it's just a really well shot scene
3: yeah thank you thank you yeah we we do our best the best quality fart porn that's out there
2: (laughs) top notch fart porn coming from uh, kelseyobsession.net
3: that's right
2: so so I guess one of of my questions here I guess this would be considered sort of an occupational hazard here but how often have you ever sharded while you're doing (laughs) a scene
3: (laughs) you know occasion that will happen to, you know, me or a model, but it's really, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the bathroom <laughs> first. Um, a lot of the girls, I, I personally don't like the feeling, but a lot of girls will use enemas first because they're concerned about that. Okay. Um, it's, it's not as much of a problem as you might expect. I mean, it, it's a rare occurrence, but, you know, we're all adults, really, and if it happens, it happens. It
2: like, happens, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, is the yeah. scene done? Are you like, cut? All right, cut. Now we got to clean this off. Or do you keep going?
3: <laughs> happen um we do have to cut uh, because the, it's just not you're not legally supposed to show that so
2: okay yeah i was wondering about that so scat scat porn is completely illegal do you get a lot of requests for that
3: it's yeah, I, I get a lot of requests for it um it's it's not explicitly illegal but it's it's very extremely borderline and there was just a um a, a filmmaker um ira isaacs who was prosecuted for obscenity for a scat and bestiality films and so it, it's not my personal preference anyway, um, and so it's 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 something that I would stay away from regardless. But um, the fact that it's so legally borderline, it's just definitely not. Since I don't like it, it's definitely not the wor- worth it to
2: do it. Yeah, I can see that.
3: So and you, you mentioned other things like like vomit or blood, or there's a lot of things that are really borderline that people will film, but you know, I'm we're not willing to go there.
2: You can stay away from that. So yeah. you mentioned your husband has a a couple of different sites fartfantasy.com a couple of, Is your is your husband into uh fart fetish? Does he have a fart fetish?
3: He doesn't have a fart fetish but he definitely has an ass fetish. <laughs> so um he's not really into the smell or the actual, you know, the farting itself, but he can, he understands it and he can definitely, you know, it, he could watch it, you know, a fart video on mute probably and get off on it.
2: <laughs> okay, just seeing that, it's like the ass worship kind of thing going on.
3: Yeah, that's definitely what he's into. And he has another site as well, lesbianassworship.net, that's girls looking each other's assholes.
2: <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> hot actually, I, 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 I kind of share in that one. That, yeah, that yeah. Fetish there.
3: Like, you can find me on that <laughs> website too, well, lesbianassworship.net. I've been on there a couple times.
2: <laughs> so as a sex educator, how would you approach your girlfriend, your partner about your fart fetish? Like if I just started dating a girl a couple months into a relationship, you know, where we have a sexual relationship now, how would I kind of like, do I just, you know, ask her to rip a fart in my face or, you know, what? how do, how do you approach that, that taboo subject?
3: You know, I get that question all the time and... It's you know it's going to de- really depend a lot on your partner and on how open your partner is. So you know some women are really prude. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think um, other women are really open-minded. So it's going to kind of depend on her and and how the vibe is to begin with. If you guys are open and talking about sex already, and that's not an issue, then I mean it could be as simple as you know making a comment when she farts and just saying that it's cute or that it's sexy or something, um, and slowly kind of warming her up to the idea um i wouldn't generally like on the second date like sit down with her and be like all right this is exactly what i want i can't wait <laughs> for you know, for giant part in my face <laughs> that might be a little much
2: <laughs> yeah that um, might be a bit startling
3: yeah yeah but i you know i always recommend people you kind of feel out your partner when it when it comes to some of this this weirder stuff um it's more non-normative, you know, desires. Like I could say like my husband, right? He, uh, you know, he's really into anal stuff. And when I met him, I was hardly doing, I mean, I tried it, but wasn't into it at all. And, you know, she just kind of kept dropping hints about it. And and I kind of picked up that that's what he was into. And so mm-hmm. when we got together, I wasn't really surprised when he was like, Hey, you know, how'd you feel about anal sex? <laughs> right. So if, if you make comments about it enough or you know, if you're watching a movie, like there's some movies that um, people who are into fart fetish just really like, like um, the Scary Movie Four, I think. There's a big fart scene. There's there's several movies out there that that people have. Um,
2: really, you know like, what? Harold and Kumar had a. Uh, and Kumar.
3: There's another one, yeah. And so yeah. you know, like you, you know might make watch that movie and make a comment like, hey, you know, I know that's disgusting, but it's kind of hot.
2: <laughs> just keep rewinding that scene and be like, God, I love this scene. It really gets me off. Hint, hint.
3: Yeah. Over and over and over. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe a more private thing. But, it's you know, you really kind of got to feel out your partner. And then when you it does come time to talk about it, it, it women especially, we kind of like to, to understand what it's all about. And with a fart fetish, you know, if you actually explain it to someone that, look, it's like, look, you're so hot and you're so beautiful. But I know this is disgusting, but you're so sexy. I just want to, like, smell your fart. You know, that kind <laughs> of, like that kind of can, can help them understand where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's whenever it comes to asking for anything you want sexually, you kind of have to make it sound appealing to appealing to them. It doesn't doesn't mean it has to be something that, that's going to turn them on, but if it's something that is going to make your partner, like if it's about how sexy your partner is or how beautiful they are, or how pretty they are, and about that kind of contrast with how dirty they are at the same time, that that can really it's it's interesting for women because we're taught that these body functions that we have that that's not womanly it's not pretty it's not sexy yeah and I mean it's,
2: it's sorry of women, about you know,
3: once they kind of get over the initial like uh, okay <laughs> um, you know I've heard of several couples who have you know they, the women actually get into it because it's like wow this guy likes this thing about me that I thought was so gross like that's kind of cool.
2: Do you, I mean, would you kind of stay away from uh, explaining the origin of the fetish? Because don't, don't most of these fetishes have an origin like within childhood? Like, you know, your sister used to, your big sister used to hold you down and fart on your face, you know? <laughs> like, but, but I've read that a lot of these fetishes begin in childhood. But would you share that with your partner or is that a little
3: too creepy? Well, um... See, the interesting thing about that is that, you know, a lot of people have stories like that, but it doesn't necessarily mean it caused the fetish. It just means it's like their earliest memory of it because, uh-huh. you know, there's someone out there who could have had their sister fart on their face. I mean, I had a sibling do that to me once and uh, <laughs> I didn't develop the fetish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it did turn you on.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but nonetheless, uh, you know, if there is situations like that, you know, it depends how open and, and you are in your relationship. If your partner wants to know, definitely share that. Um, With me, with my husband, we're extremely open. I mean, there's very little we won't talk about, if anything. So I always want to know those things just because I want to understand him and I want to know where he's coming from. Um, But some other people are, you know, obviously not as open-minded as I am. So when it comes to sharing any information about, you know, what you like sexually, it's you kind of got to feel out, you know, your partner. And then if if your partner isn't into it or is kind of more shy about sex, that's something that you might have to ask yourself. Well, okay, how important do is it be... that to be a part of my relationship? Do yeah. um, you know? Is it okay? Is, is it okay if I just masturbate to porn? You know, fart porn, and that's the ex- extent of it. Or do I really? Is it important to me to express this in my relationship? And that's that's something any individual can only decide for themselves.
2: Yeah, you'd have to evaluate that on your own. So, um, one of the other fetishes that I saw, like some of your um, some other scenes on your site, was. I found this one to be rather disturbing. It's the small penis humiliation video. And maybe I found it to be disturbing because I hit a little too close to home. But how many guys have this fetish?
3: You know, number wise, I don't really know. It's it's hard to say. We don't have really good estimates on that. But um, it's not one of my biggest sellers, but it is one that I do enjoy. (laughs) Um, You did
2: look like you're having fun with that one.
3: I do have a lot of fun with it just because I think it's so hilarious. I get emails uh from uh i used to have a youtube channel they, they took it down now but um uh from pe- guys asking about their penis size is my penis okay is my penis okay they give me their measurements and their girth and i measured it from the right side and from the left side it's different and they care so much about the size of their penis and like women some women care some women don't but like most women are not like sitting around with like a a, a a ruler like waiting for a guy to come with like the guy the the perfect size, perfect girth penis
4: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it, <laughs> it,
3: it, they are with the way these guys are acting so I just i love the just how it just turns the whole like oh you need to have a big penis like thing on its head it, it actually you know, we laugh at them and, and humiliate them. And look how tiny your dick is. It's never going to please me. And it's it's nice. It's kind of fun for me to do because uh, all day long sometimes I feel like I'm telling these guys, like, yes, your penis is fine.
2: <laughs> so, wait, they, they want validation? Like, they, they do they send you a picture of their dick saying, is my dick okay? Like you're, As if I, you're, like, I've, you know, the...
3: Once in a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't want to look at it because I really don't care personally. I mean, like, you know, I... I I understand where the fear comes from but I'm really not in the like business of <laughs> yeah, dick armor.
2: evaluator. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. bizarre to me. So so the guys want to sit there and just and just listen to you humiliate them. Is that like how does it go? Like what what's a typical small penis humiliation vid premise, I guess?
3: Um so a lot of them will like to you talk about how small it is like you either show like hold up your pinky and like pretend like that's the size of it or or if it's smaller and uh, a lot of them will, will be into um, kind of a, it's like a feminization type of thing where they want to be like, they're so not a man that they're almost a woman and they like to have their, their small penis called uh, like a clitty. Like it's like a, a big clit- clitoris <laughs> <and> penis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even, so, it's, so they're just being emasculated at that point.
3: Emasculated, Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that, that, there's no way that that could ever please me that there's, I mean, that it's disgusting, that it's so tiny, I can't, you talk about how small it is, how useless it is, and then a lot of times it'll be, uh, you know, mixed up with other fetishes, so on KelseyObsession.net, I'll also do ones where it'll be, like, combined with cross-dressing instructions, so I'll tell them, you know, talk about how, what a small penis they have and how they have to put on these panties, because <laughs> now they're, they're, they might as well be a woman.
2: <laughs> so is that part of the whole sissification fetish?
3: Yeah. It's it's definitely related to that. Not everyone who's into small penis simulation is into the sissy stuff, but a lot of them are.
2: Okay, and so then, so so a lot of these fetishes, I guess, what they have like a, uh, a, a they're, 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 there's a correlation between between the two, or three, or it's a combination of three fetishes in one. Like most people don't do. Most people just have one singular fetish.
3: No, what I find is that, and that's what people love about my site, Calsexpression.net, because. I I do multiple fetishes, and a lot of my customers they have multiple fetishes, um, and most websites will cater to one or another. <clears throat> and so, yeah, there's a lot of different kind of emasculation type of domination type of um, themes that people like that go together. Um, like you were just saying, with the small penis, with the um, another one that goes along with that is um, financial domination, um, which I've just started getting into where you know you talk about how men are only you know their wallet is the only thing they're good for
2: (laughs) (laughs) financial domination wow money (laughs) these are like my biggest Um, fears here i'm getting scared
3: (laughs) and that's probably part of why they're such a (laughs) turn-on you're really getting people's very deep-seated fears and for some people that's really arousing
2: yeah yeah apparently um, yes. and yeah you kind of cover all the bases on net. You have sneezing fetish vids, you have uh ballooning, which is a new one to me. I didn't I didn't uh, know people do that. Yeah, that, yeah that's
3: ball- an- it's a really diverse fetish. Um anything from people will masturbate with balloons to blowing them up themselves. Some people like seeing other, you know, hot girls blowing up balloons. There's kind of a divide between people who like to have the balloons popped versus the people who don't. Uh, which is really interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I don't even really want to surmise where that one comes from. <laughs> so so, so yeah. some odd origin going on with that one. <laughs> so Kelsey, uh, you also have a sex education website too. Um, what 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 is the uh, URL for that one?
3: That is KelseyEducation.com. dot com. And um, we actually just added, uh, just today, um, a new uh, video, if your listeners want to check it out, um, at kelseyobsession.com slash anal sex guide. Um, there, there, they can find a free, um, it's almost an hour-long instructional video on how to have anal sex, whether you've just started, you know, whether you've never done it before, whether you've done it a lot. There's a whole lot of tips and tricks that I've learned as a porn star on how to have anal sex that's not just like you know doable like you know you can do it but it's actually really really pleasurable for the woman and the man
2: wow I mean, you know you guys should like write a book or something about this like a how-to guide
3: <laughs> At some point we will definitely do
2: that <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good all right so the so your main your primary website's kelseyobsession.net mm-hmm. and uh people can order videos from that site right
3: yeah that's a membership website
2: okay so you sign up become a member and then you can order and it's not like uh is it's they're not full-length videos they're scenes Am I correct? Yeah, so
3: it's anywhere from three to maybe ten minutes long, usually. Okay,
2: great. And so you can go up there. And you can you can order and check out check out these scenes, and it's just a variety yeah. of fetishes.
3: Yeah, there's probably several hundred. I've been doing this for three years, so there's several hundred different videos on there. So
2: there's a huge assortment. Wow, and uh, and then there's uh, you can go to KelseyEducation.com, and that's more of an informative site.
3: Yeah, that's my blog, and that's where, you know, I, I help people. A lot of what I've experienced is um, the my customers in particular tend to have a lot of shame they, they, about their sexuality. They you know, they don't know how to communicate about it. And, and, you know, just even people who don't have fetishes tend to have those same sorts of issues and, you know, how do I talk about this? How do we do this right? And so I started KelseyEducation.com to kind of fill in the gap there and help people learn how to actually do these things, whatever they want to be doing at home with their own partners.
2: That's, that's really cool. Well, Kelsey, thanks for being on Sick and Wrong. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. I've, I've learned a lot about farts today.
3: That's for sure. <laughs> great. Thanks.
2: <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll put up links to your site.
3: All right. Awesome. Thanks a lot.
2: All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. Well, uh, Wackerly, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline and uh, some my two cents questions, some emails sent to sickerwrongpodcast@gmail.com. Before we get to that, here's a word from Audible.com.
3: Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over seventy five thousand titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to com forward slash diddle
2: and get your free audiobook today.
4: Every night with my star friends, we eat caviar and drink
2: champagne. All right, let's do some of these phone calls here. Uh, people, you can call the Stick and Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846. I kind of like these first couple calls. Um, it's kind of like the lows and highs of the Stick and Wrong junk dial line. Like some people call up with... Uh, you know, their tales of uh, jubilation, and then other people calls are their <laughs> tales of depression. <laughs> Many different uses of, for the Signal Line hotline. Here's the first call.
4: Hey, it's uh, it's Waldo from the uh, the drunk dial line. I wanted to just tell you about this really crazy night I had yesterday. I got really really fucked up, and then I I conquered like everything I possibly you know, in one fucking night. I uh, got through. I hooked up with two girls. First time I ever did that. And then I ate out a girl, girl. first
2: time I ever did that. Wait, 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 wait. Did he just say ate out a girl and fingered a girl?
0: I didn't hear fingered. I just heard, heard ate out. I said, I think he said he ate out for the first time.
2: Oh, okay. So he didn't say fingered. So he hooked up with two girls and then ate out a girl for the first time?
0: He doesn't specify whether he hooked up with two girls in the same night or at the same time.
2: Let's see. Right.
4: And I'm finding out this morning because I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm brushing my teeth and I started spitting out blood. And I you know, I think I earned my red wings yesterday. <laughs> so, you know, thank you guys for uh, making me fucked up. And uh, you guys have a good
2: whatever the fucking day it is. I don't know. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad we play a role in uh, Waldo's life here.
0: Generally, when you get your red wings, the blood is on your
2: face. J yeah, like still in spitting. your mouth the next day. I don't what think... was he swallowing, like slurping up sucking, like the sucking really hard? Yeah, like slurping up the curdled tampon mm. it's just
0: but then he, he slept all night, like what did he keep the blood in his cheek pouch like some type of a hamster?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know I don't, I don't know there's just some, some dubious elements of this story. He says he well, hooked maybe up. With, he,
0: maybe he believes he got his red wings, but he maybe really he really actually like bit half his tongue off.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he like bit the inside of his lip off or something, or his oral cancer or something. I don't know. Uh, you have to see what type of girls he's hooking up with.
1: I'd say my my advice to what was his name, Waldo? Waldo floss, floss, Waldo. <laughs> Keep flossing.
2: He was flossing with some pubic hair. Mm. Um, so here's the here's the other. This is the other side of sick and wrong phone calls
4: wrong. I was just calling because I had a shitty, shitty night. Found out my wife's filing divorce papers on me. That kind of sucks. So, I got drunk, and now I'm calling your drunk dial line. It just seemed like a good idea when I don't <laughs> know what to say. I guess these things happen. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. All right. Bye.
2: That guy seems a little down in the dumps there. Down in the dumper.
0: <laughs> Do you think that he had no idea that like there was anything wrong with his marriage and he just came home and she's like,
2: that's it. <laughs> We're getting divorced. There's some hot dogs thawing in the kitchen sink and right next to it on the counter, just some divorce papers.
0: Yeah. Or do you up, think he, you know, you probably have some sort of a an inkling, an inkling yeah, yeah you know, that I there's mean, something wrong.
2: Th- these things aren't sudden, usually, unless it's like, you know, you marry Britney Spears on a weekend in Vegas. But I think it's like something like this. It's like you've been married for a while. There's obvious, obviously you have some issues, some problems in the relationship. And it gets to the point where you can't resolve them, so you get a divorce. This guy sounds like he just walked home, and she's just like, here, and then walks upstairs. Right. And I then, mean, th- what?
0: their signs are like... You know the brown streaks in your underwear aren't getting cleaned up like it
2: used to. You haven't had sex in like a month. Yeah, yeah, that's longer bad. than that. That's bad. Um, you know what I find exceptionally tragic about this this call is that we're the first people he calls, or we're the only. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he called other people, but it's just, it's just to me, it's just like you're not even talking to a human; you're talking to a recording.
0: Are you sure he called other people? <laughs> <laughs> did, did he have any other so people sure. to
2: call? Like a sibling or a parent or a friend? Maybe it's a instead parent. he's just calling two assholes that host a podcast. Hey, Mom.
0: I'm drunk. <laughs> Susie divorced me.
2: So what do you do? Get what? off
0: the phone. My stories around?
2: on. What do you do when you get to that point where you come home and just she hands you divorce papers? What do you say? Do you just be like, fuck you? Yeah. You got to have a fight, a blowout fight. I can't
0: believe you do this. We were gonna work it out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wonder what happens. There's definitely no makeup sex once you get divorce papers. No, that ain't probably happening. not. It's not happening. So sorry to hear that, there, buddy. Um, I think you should uh, probably call somebody else and talk about it too. Uh, we got another <laughs> call Scott from um, Iowa.
0: Scott from Iowa's life got better after he got divorced. Yeah, it's, it's like of, having I mean, sex these... with the Bennigan's waitresses and shoving suppositories in
2: girls' asses. Exactly, you know. I mean, there's a there's an upside to it. Now you're free, dude. You can have sex with any, anything you want. <laughs> and then call in with shit stories. Sick or wrong podcast. Um, the second call is in reference to us discussing last week about uh, seeing your parents naked.
4: Hey, you sick bastards! Uh, this is the ice cream man that uh, sucked his dick in a little kid's face again. Um,
2: what was that? This is the, ice cream, He's the man. ice cream man that stuck his dick in something? A lion what? cage? He stuck his dick in a lion cage. I'm rewinding this. Let's just listen to that again.
4: This is the ice cream man that uh stuck his dick in a little kid's face again. Um you were-
2: I still can understand. It was like stuck my stuck his dick in a lion cage. An
1: or- orphan's cage?
2: An orphan. <laughs> 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 Where what's an orphan's cage there, Joe? <laughs> Is this something I can buy on joekilley.com? <laughs> An orphan cage? joekilleyart.com. We've got a special going on orphan cages. Is there like a hole big enough where you can put your dick through it? Type
1: in sick and wrong. You get 20% off.
2: <laughs> orphan cages. Keep on go diddle. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens here.
1: Just talking about seeing your parents
4: naked. and uh, So I got another one for you. All right, so when I was growing up, You know, I never really had a dad. I had a stepdad for a long time. Uh, Dumb Polak, and uh, my mom's (laughs) Italian, and uh, I'm half Irish. So it's kind of weird identity-wise already. But I remember, and this is, like, probably the reason why I have the inability to form, uh, you know, solid interpersonal human relationships. Uh, But I had my bedroom, and... The door. I would. O-
2: Dude, I'm changing the name to the sick and wrong therapy line. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what we should change it to. The junk die line is no. It's the sick and wrong therapy line because that kind of this seems like it what it's been for used sure. for this week.
4: Yeah. Sleep yeah. with the door open for the hallway. Now my the way the house was set up is in that hallway there was like a linen closet and was in that linen closet was the laundry basket. It was kind of the family laundry basket. So every night I would go to bed, and I would lay there. And, you know, I'm young, so this is just life. Um, every time my mom or my stepdad needed to take a shower, they would actually disrobe in the hallway, throw all their <laughs> clothes into the laundry basket, and then go take a shower. So, pretty much on a nightly basis, I saw both my mother and my stepfather naked growing up. And it, it, it's been mildly repressed. I, uh, I, uh,. Silence the voices that make me wanna kill a long go with marijuana, um so you know I get by. I got a decent job um but
2: I like how he's trying to rationalize this. It definitely bothers him if you're calling up a podcast to discuss it. There's something yeah, weird
0: about it being his stepdad. Yeah, that's that's very His cock is flailing around.
2: What, what in, Would in it be better if it was his biological father? It's more natural. Yeah, right for mean. some reason it would be a little yeah. bit better. I I don't I don't know. I, I I just think it's still weird that your mother and your father are naked in the hallway right. instead of just waiting <laughs> to walk into the bathroom. Right. Like you a me the person. rabbi
0: didn't walk around with his cock flailing about, just wearing a yarmulke.
2: <laughs> doing like David that. have you <laughs> doing seen the my underwear the, doing the I can't the seem to pants. find it <laughs> yeah that happened all the time every Shabbat the ritual
4: <laughs> I want to know that that kind of shit happens all the time now it's, what's really funny is that they were two very reserved people so I, to this day I really doubt that they had any idea but then I look back and think like how could you be so fucking stupid alright well there's my sick and wrong story I'll talk to you guys later bye
2: I don't know if it's stupidity. It's just it's just weird that they wouldn't have um, reservations against doing it. It's just weird that they wouldn't be more inhibited. With, family with custom. Family. I understand with like families, you fart around each other, you burp around each other. Yeah. You know, you you know stuff like that. But then when it comes to the point of like disrobing in front of each other, there's like a fine line about how far you go. I've never. I mean, my parents never got naked in front of me. What about They're,
0: shitting with the door open?
2: <laughs> that that didn't happen either. Did Your family do that? No. <laughs> did you ever? But I sh-
0: feel like your sister does that. Maybe. And I, I think my sister does that with from.
2: Jer with her boyfriend. I, she doesn't do it yeah. with me. I would be. That would be. I would have. That's why. That if I did, then I'd have sig- serious issues with fart porn.
1: Your sister shits with the door
2: open. For yeah, she she like sometimes makes Jer like brush his teeth while she's shitting. No. Yeah. No. It's like a domination oh, geez, thing. I think. Uh, I think it's disgusting. So, yeah. did, Joe, did you ever see your parents naked? Yeah. It was, no, it was, <laughs> like, it was a while were, ago. Were you holding the video camera? Or? Um,
1: it was, I was young. Was inside I was,
2: the orphan cage. <laughs> you were in the orphan cage. I was, I, was, I
1: was young, you
2: know. Well, I don't understand. You're young. I wasn't be- any older than 24, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're being facetious.
1: Uh, no, I would just see, you know, like my dad going to the shower, you know. I went from his bedroom or something quickly. Like so they,
2: they would like walk around butt naked? Not they,
1: like my dad, mostly my dad. I, my mom, no, wouldn't, I never saw
2: my mom naked. Was he just like, one day your dick will get this big, son? Uh, yeah, then you'll be a real man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rabbi did that too. Um, but um, be careful or I'll cut more of your penis off, boy. <laughs> did shit like that all the time when he was drunk on Manischewitz. I just find it really weird, though, that, like, we were talking about that last week when those families would go to nude beaches and shit. It's just something you don't do. I mean, this guy, I was going to say, okay, maybe if your parents were hippie, but this guy sounds like he had, like, really reserved conservative parents.
0: Yeah, that's how he explains it. I wonder if he brings
2: it up to them now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always find it odd when your family had certain weird things that they did, like certain weird practices, and then years later... You discuss with your siblings how fucked up it is. But at the time, you didn't think anything of it. Like Nothing
0: like, to compare it to.
2: Well, like the rabbi. The rabbi used to travel with a poop hanger, like a shitty hanger that uh, <laughs> he would use to dislodge his feces because when the toilet was clogged. And at the time, I thought everybody traveled with shit hangers, like a poop hanger. It was just a normal thing. And like the toilet would get clogged. My dad would grab his luggage and take out the poop hanger that had, like, little pieces of toilet paper balled up on the end. And then stick it in there and dislodge his feces and, like, the toilet would be cleared. What? <laughs> I swear to God, dude. with that? We didn't have... My dad didn't like plungers.
1: Okay, wait. So, so I guess this happened a lot?
2: All the time. All <laughs> the time. We had a poop hanger. And we would just go grab the poop hanger. Out of his bag? In his suitcase. Like, in the front pocket of the suitcase would be the shithanger. Ugh. was it
0: in a sanitary like plastic bag no it was just
2: in the front pocket of the suitcase and you'd pull it out and there'd usually be like little dingleberries stuck on it and you know we i i sometimes would stick it in the toilet and clog unclog the toilet you know like dislodge the feces that's blocking it and you know it never occurred to me my sister did it never occurred to us that it was strange until years later i think we were like in our late 20s
1: where were you at? Like hotels?
2: Hotels. We were at, you know, like... Um, Usually you
1: just you call... You no, call the front desk about my that. dad didn't <laughs> like plungers. Yeah, but I mean, you call a front desk.
2: Why know? does he not like plungers? I don't know why. I don't know if it was like a cheap thing. Like he didn't want to buy a plunger. And he thought, why do you need a plunger when you have a hanger? Well, first of all, <laughs> like I don't think I've ever clogged the toilet at a hotel. I, my dad could clog any toilet. He, I mean, he... I don't know what it was that that he ate like the too much gefilte fish or whatever. But I mean, he could clog any toilet and then it Maybe was just he like just shit more often. Well, then, then he would be like, David, go fetch the shit hanger, And I'd, I would go do it. I'd go run over to the toilet and I'd rid the, the suitcase and pull it on, and be like, here, dad, you know? And I never thought it was weird until actually I, I discovered it was weird when I was, I think I was 19. And I went on a trip with my, my friend Kessler's family. And I was like, your dad doesn't have a shit hanger? And Kessler was just like, just completely just <laughs> shocked, amazed by this revelation. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, how, what are you talking about? And I was like, why, how does your dad unclog the toilet? He's like, well, either he calls someone or uh, he uses a plunger. And I'm like, how, what is this plunger device that you speak of? <laughs> and he showed it to me and I was like, why does my dad have a shit hanger? You know, but at the time I never questioned it. And I think this guy probably the same thing. It's just like, you know, he's a kid. All parents disrobe in the hallway, do a little dance, and then go take a shower. you know hmm. I think that's probably <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I hope, I hope that, made, that that helps you out there, guy, and uh, now you can go on and, and have uh, meaningful interpersonal relationships. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get a shithanger, hanger, dude. Um, the final call here actually it's an email final email here is uh, my two cents question. Um, it's uh, this is from calvin, 41 years old. He does medical device sales in Spokane, Washington. Um, Calvin writes, hey, fuckers, this is not the same old what would you stick your dick into thought experiment, but rather how soon are you willing to stick your tongue into a jizzed up slit? I think judging by this question, it's more of a my two cents question because he's asking us how much time needs to elapse before you will eat your girl out after you've came inside of her. And so I think he's, he wants our opinion on this rather than, you know, what would you do in this situation? It's, a, it's not really a thought experiment. So I'm going to say it's a My Two Cents experiment or question, My Two Cents question. Sure. And let's play, the, let's play the theme music. My Two Cents with D and Lance. All right. Here's the question. I would like to know how you, what you two think about this situation. Let's say... You've been with your wife, um, or in your case, as life partners. huh, that's really funny, Calvin. Uh, for 15 years, and you love going down on her every time you have sex. It keeps the marriage alive. Since you've been married for 15 years and have been cut, there's no need for condoms. It's odd. Vasectomy? Yeah, but even. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant like uh, circumcised. Now, here's my question. What's the amount of time in between having jizzed in her bearded clam and going down on her again? Is there a safe amount of time that is needed so as not to be slurping your own ball milk? Uh, Should she take a shower (laughs) between sex sessions? Should there be a combination of both, like time and a shower? While thinking of your answers, assume she's always been a very clean woman with no douching. Necessary. I need to know what you think. I always get a bit wigged out when I go down on her, and her pussy is a bit too wet. And knowing how long it's been since I was in there last. Thanks in advance, Calvin. Does he think? Does he <laughs> think that the vagina like eats the cum? <laughs> like it magic? It has like its self cleaning device, like one of those public restrooms in San Francisco, right? Where you just click it's on a like button. Not
0: like that. At least to my knowledge.
2: You know, but you know, part of it is though, in in a sense, like I've. You know, unleashed my load of ball milk inside of a woman. And then she goes into the bathroom and urinates it out and wipes it all down <laughs> and then comes back then most of yeah. it comes out then at that point. You know? I think I believe so. But if she doesn't pee and she's just passed out and it's festering inside of her.
1: Wait, do you still think the, the pee hole and the
2: I noticed the that too. Thanks thing. for thanks for calling that out. No, I'm just <laughs> no, I'm what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I know that there are two separate holes down there. But what I'm saying is, when they pee, the gravity-wise, the cum just drips out most of it. All right. So it's like you know, it's it's not going to stay give inside pass of on her. That. You know, it's like, but if she's laying down in bed, that cum's not going anywhere. You know, I mean, no, it's just it's, not. it's it's just a festering pool of ball milk inside of her. And if you go down and eat her out on that, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I no, mean, he likes gross. to eat his, eat his wife out so much, but he doesn't even like it when she's too wet. I mean, this is a very that's, strange person.
2: But I think he's saying she's too wet because there's semen and arousal fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, who's eating out a girl after you've come, after right. you've
0: blown your load? It's us go in the other, other order. You know who's doing that? A premature yeah. ejaculator. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well... Because he's I guess like, I'm an, I guess I'm an asshole. Because if I premature ejaculate, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, bitch.
2: This guy's a two pump chump. And then he's like, well, I'm going to make up for it by eating you out. But in the end, he's got to swallow a mouthful of his own semen. So is it worth it? I don't know. I don't think so. I, you know, I, I would just say
0: of, have her have her wipe herself out, and then you're good to go.
2: I say just uh, go to the bathroom, and yeah, like uh, wipe herself out, and you know, most of the comes gone. It might taste a little, you know, semeny 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 goodness <laughs> there might be a little bit of semeny goodness inside of there but i think she'd be all right i but have you ever actually had sex with a girl you're low because you're drunk whatever she passes out you pass out next morning you're having sex you go down there it's it's one of the worst odors because girls in the morning already kind of smell a little gnarly down there a little ripe <laughs> but then with add <laughs> semen inside of it ah it's like clam like rotten clam chowder in a bread bowl it's gross it's gross. I say. I never. don't believe
0: I've ever had that that specific experience.
2: No. <laughs> I'm just saying, just don't eat out the girl in the morning after you blew her load in the night before. I don't know it's words words to live by.
0: You probably shouldn't be blowing your load inside girls when you're that drunk, anyways. I mean, unless you know for a fact they're on the pill, I guess is the only
2: time that's acceptable. You know, honestly, I hate blowing my load inside of a girl. I just I'm not into it at all. Where it, do you want to blow it? <laughs> I think it's great to just spray her down, you know? It's just like you pull out, you spray her down. I think it's almost, I'm not saying, you know, every time I have sex, I think of a video game or Super Mario Brothers or like achieving points. But it is kind of cool to be like, I wonder if I can get some like on, somewhere on her face. You know, if you can shoot that far. You know, I think it's, it's like it's interesting. It's, it's kind of like to me, I'm like, wow, I achieved something today. So, Who's
0: responsible, whose responsibility is it to go get the Kleenex after you've blown it all over her, I, her ass or back I do or whatever? I
2: go, I go get my shitty jizz towel. It's all crusty. <laughs> I haven't washed. Your sock from under the bed. <laughs> no, I have a shitty jizz towel I keep under the bed. I pull it out and I like, have to unfold it because it's so stiff. Mm. And I just I just like, kind of put it on her and then just sort of wipe her down like I'm wa- <laughs> like, like washing like my car. Like you're one of the
0: Mexicans working the hand <laughs> car wash. In
2: <laughs> the hand car wash, yeah. And I'm like... Gracias, gracias, chica. You know, and then get it down. <laughs> like you guys don't have a jizz towel. You don't? No, I don't. <laughs> Not for Wire. a long time. Why? Because I have a I have a, a bathroom with toilet paper. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, we have time for one more uh, one more email here. Um, this came in from uh, Kay. Kay writes, Hey, dudes, I was listening to your podcast, 321, and heard you talk about Spencer's Gifts. Well, it's still around, and now it's just called Spencer's. I have a story that includes Spencer's to tell you. My friend was having her room redone, and she was buying new decor for it. Well, her father, being the sicko that he was, went to Spencer's and bought his 13-year-old daughter hanging window ornaments, which happened to have lilac purple fairies with huge breasts clinging to hanging jewels. She freaked out and asked why he got them for her, and he said he didn't notice the gigantic boobs but thought she'd like it because it was purple. He then bought her male fairy hanging ornaments, which have very graphic cocks hanging on it. She liked those and has them hung in her window where she lives with her grandparents and her dad. So for four four years later, those booby fairies now hang in his room along with all those other Spencer's toys of which he tried to fuck my mom with. Well, I hope you get a kick out of this. Love you guys. K. Weird. Yeah. You remember that place, Spencer's Gifts?
1: I do. I used to love it. I used to, uh, <laughs> it was, I, I, I remember it was the first time I saw sort of like, uh, sex, uh, sex novelty uh,
2: stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like, uh... and,
1: and remember, um, you know, like underwear for two was one of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> underwear for two. Yeah, How does that work?
1: Well, I don't know. It's just like you and your partner, like on the same pair of underwear. <laughs> You're all like and you are are you side by side, like no, a three-legged like potato sack raise?
0: You know? Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's genital
2: to genital.
1: Yeah, and I remember, well, I, and I was little, so I was like, what, what is that? You know, like, uh, edible on underwear. I'm still kind
0: of wondering, what is that? Yeah. Like, where would you, why would you ever use that? I, I kind of want a pair. <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't think they have Spencer's Gifts in Los Angeles, but I remember, I guess they, apparently they had them on the East Coast.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen him. I thought they were gone.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know about that. You know, do you remember, like, I used to like it because they had, like, the calendars, the sexy, like, topless ladies. They had
1: everything. They had, like, heavy metal posters.
2: Yeah, Um, the posters with the the hot chick posters. That was,
1: like, my favorite store. And then I always wound up making my way to, like, the sexy area you know and i remember a, a few times the but lady, then they ask you they like lady when they bust lady yeah. would come over and be like i think you're too young to be in this section but
2: you're know? just i just want to buy this penis eraser right, right. You know, with the <laughs> balls yes, right <laughs> <laughs> that's weird though that i like how her dad that's like his first thing he thinks of well it's your birthday i'm gonna go straight to spencer's gifts and buy you something nice buy you something pretty <laughs> <laughs> her dad sounds awesome yeah yeah, yeah. cool guy Sounds like a pretty cool guy. You know what? Her dad now should just go beyond Spencer's gifts and just go to com. Type in diddle. (laughs) There's lots of stuff there. Lots of stuff Yeah. Perfect gifts for the daughters. Um, People, you can call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846, or email us at Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. If you haven't already subscribed to the show on iTunes, I don't know how you're listening to the show, because really, that's the only way you should be listening to the show. Helps us out. Just go over there, type in "sick and wrong" in the podcast directory, find the show, click on and subscribe, give us a five star rating, maybe a witty comment if you're um, a witty person, and uh, yeah, we appreciate that. Also, um, I mentioned before, Joe's. I'm going to try to get Joe commission him here to make a new sick and wrong tea. Yeah. But for right now, we have the uh, quado teas available, which I think has been our best tea so far.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to top that somehow. It's my favorite.
2: Yeah, so you're going to have to top that, Joe. Yeah. So, uh, competition is stiff it's a here. It's tall order. Yeah, it's a tall order here. Um, I received quite a few orders this week, so people, I'm going to send them out. Uh, this, um, send them out probably uh, on, uh, it's, a, it's a holiday weekend, so I probably can't send them out till Tuesday. But uh, we do have a few larges and extra larges left. And uh, keep in mind, I'm retiring this design. So get one while you still can. And stick slash store. Finally here, sick and wrong song of the week. I guess we'll have to dedicate this one to our guest, Kelsey Obsession. Uh, it's a Butthole Surfer song called I Saw an X-Ray of a Girl Passing Gas. Do you know that song? <laughs> no, I didn't, don't. Never heard it. It's from a hairway, It's off a of Hairway to Steven, which is such a great <laughs> album. Butthole Surfer's are such a good band. Are they even still around anymore? I don't know. They I are. I haven't and seen they, them out and about.
1: They played somewhat recently.
2: Oh, they played in a... Really? I missed yeah. it. Yeah. That sucks. They're always one of my favorite bands to see live because they we used to take just massive amounts of mushrooms. You go to their shows and they had like big, huge screens, like movie screens, playing like penile reconstructive surgery and just all these like like animal fucking. Just like it's and their music was so like chaotic and crazy and insane. It was one of those experiences where you're like, I got to go outside and sit here for a little bit in the cold air because I'm like freaking out. Mm. Yeah, it was always a lot of fun, and then they kind of, sort of, in the '90s, became more like not pop, but kind of dance music, sort of like more electronic.
0: They became mainstream. Mainstream. They got they got the song because I remember one time I was like doing some helping my dad do some like how you know yard work or something, and he starts humming that song, and he's like, "Oh, this is a good song." Which one? That coming down the mountain song? Because if I'm playing no. on the radio, see, I'm like, no, oh no, my it. god, Pepper, my dad it's is called is Pepper. Now liking the Yeah, my dad now likes the butthole surfers. He's see like, that, What's it, the name of the band? Uh, well, Dad, it's the butthole surfers that you're listening to that. See,
2: at that point, I I gotta throw away the C D. You know? I don't know. It
0: was a funny moment. It is kinda
2: of funny. I still always love that band. seriously, their first like five, six albums are amazing. And I kind of hope if they're still around, they kinda go back to that. Just because they made the, the, just the weirdest music. Like this song, An X-ray of a Girl Passing Gas, is very strange. And, uh, and, and uh, very fitting for, um, for this week's show. So people will be back next week with episode 332. Till then, take it sleazy. And thanks, Joe, for uh, being on the show. Hey, anytime. Yeah, thanks. All right. Ten foot tall and the nurse stuck in godly charm
4: walking down the hall the dentist loomed through
2: the door Are you there? Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think of like a girl that's gross, and that's what I picture like fat, white trash, black trash, just gross tattoos, mm-hmm. ripping farts. But when I see a hot chick doing it, I'm like, well, that chick's actually hot, and her asshole's hot, but now she's farted. Yeah, but it's still, it's still stinky farting. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be thinking she's hot, but I do find her hot. So if you were like in the store and
1: you're like, someone someone ripped ass really bad, and you're like,
2: oh, God, like it was bad, and then they're like, and then some really, really hot chick was like, oh, that was me. Would it, would you, would it it's smell any sm- better? It's, it's not. It wouldn't smell better. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's not as disgusting to me. I'm like, all right, yeah. well, you're beautiful. And uh, it was a beautiful creation you made. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl I worked with. Her name was Tiffany. Super hot blonde chick. Everybody thought she was hot until we all shared a bathroom. The bathroom was right next to her all the sales classified sales reps and so she'd go in there and you'd hear she would like that girl like for being as hot and as skinny and as beautiful as she was would tear that fucking bathroom apart tear the roof off the mother Mm. (laughs) it was just like you'd hear farting noises and just i mean they're amplifying the toilet and then she'd come out wouldn't spray it was just like the whole place just reeked of just like i don't know what she ate but it was disgusting (laughs) burritos yeah a lot of them and it just, it was gross, but yet we all were like, i still fuck her.